0: quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible they keep this show free to listen to i came to parenting with everything i learned in childhood yelling punishing controlling and shaming after trying almost every method i found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy listening doing away with rewards and consequences and being a safe place actually worked It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm so glad you're here. We're going to talk about this idea of probing questions. I think probing questions is a great strategy for parenting. Ultimately, I believe we want children to be good decision makers, but they only become good decision makers if they're able to make decisions. And many times we believe we should give our kids advice and tell them what to do because We don't want them to make mistakes or we want to help fix things for them or we get fearful that something bad is going to happen if they don't find the right answer, they don't do the right thing. And I think some of it comes from fear, the giving the opinion and telling a child what to do or try to fix things for them. It comes from fear, fear of something bad happening. Or maybe even fear of not being a good parent. Like, I know what to do. I know what they should do in this situation. I didn't tell them what to do. And so then maybe I'm not doing my job as a parent by always telling them the right thing to do. But is telling them the right thing to do or giving the perfect advice, is it good parenting? Or is it really disallowing them to make mistakes maybe, or to make decisions, or to find their own way in certain situations. I don't know. I wonder. And so can we reframe this idea that we're going to give our children probing questions? So we're really going to ask them questions as opposed to give them advice because when we give them advice, so let's say you have the child who's you know 7 or 8 and they're having a problem at school or with a friend or whatever. And they come to you and they tell you the problem. And the first thing you say is, oh, well, you should really do X, Y, and Z. Oh yeah, well, I know, it. I know what you should do. You should do this. Now, not only have we not listened to the child's feelings, right? We've kind of just glazed over that piece. We went straight to an opinion or a fix. I'm not saying this always happens, but maybe it does happen sometimes. We go straight to an opinion or a fix. And the kid who's having the hard time and, and having the feelings around having the hard time hasn't been given the empathy maybe that they need or deserve in those moments. So I would stick first into empathy. Oh man, that sounds hard. Oh, you're struggling with that. I get it. Oh, honey, how are you feeling? You okay? What else happened? Oh, they said that. Oh, can you give them the empathy? Can you really help them feel like they're being listened to, right? Listening is such an incredible tool. That's Patty Whitfler, the, ha- the founder of Hand in Hand Parenting. Her book is called Listen. And all of her tools and everything she does is based around the idea of listening. And it's incredible. You know, she's she's one of the forefathers in the idea of connective parenting. She's been doing this for 45 years, but she really believes that the tenets of connection are based in listening. And I, I like to look at it that way too. And that's what she taught us as instructors is, you know, to lean into listening that all her tools are based in that. And her tool, Stay Listen, is really kind of the idea of empathy. So, you know, listening to a child can help them feel seen and heard and understood. And so can we listen to them first when they're having a hard time? and They're coming to us with a problem or or disappointment or an issue or whatever it is. Can we come with empathy first? And then instead of going to the fix, because if we go to the fix, we've usurped the empathy. And then if we go to the fix and we give them the fix, Now, my fix is coming with a lot of, you know, background, maturity, um, experience. It's coming from an adult's perspective. I'm going to tell you how to fix something like a middle-aged woman. (laughs) And that might not be the same way that a seven-year-old fixes something. And my fix might not be appropriate. If I tell you to go say this one thing to your, your friend, They might not be able to interpret it the right way. You might not be able to deliver it the right way. You might not be mature enough or secure enough to do that thing. And so if I give you the advice and then you kind of, you're the child and you're like, oh, I can't, I don't know how to take that advice. I don't know how to apply that advice. I'm not ready to apply that. I don't want to apply that advice. Then you go back to the situation and then you don't do it because you're not ready to do it. And Then you come home and your mom asks you, oh. Did you take my advice? Did you use my tip? Did you did you do the thing? And then you have to say no. Now, do you feel shame? Do you feel judged? Do you feel like your mom's gonna say, "Well, you have to do it next time, honey. You got to do this. You got to stand up for yourself. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta fix it." And maybe you don't want to right now, as a child. Maybe you're not ready. And then maybe do you cut your parent out? You don't want to tell them anything anymore. Maybe that's what happens. I'm not sure. It could. I've seen it happen. It's happened to me. Having to be a couple of times with Pia because I couldn't keep my mouth shut because I knew I shouldn't give the advice, but I gave it anyway. So she shut me out for a minute and then I had to really think about it and remediate, go back and keep my mouth shut and listen. And then I learned this idea of probing questions, which was like, mind blowing to me. I love it now. It's like one of my favorite things. ADHD affects so many of our families and finding the right care can be a challenge. With Done, you can get the care you need 24 7. At DoneFirst.com, you have an expert team who can help you get personalized treatment for you and your sweet kids. ADHD doesn't have to jeopardize the connection you share with your family. Take a free one minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, one click refills, insurance coverage, and 24 7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co as low as $0. Visit get.donefirst.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Done. Turn ADHD into your strength. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk, their formula includes the most abundant protein alpha-lac found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. BiHeart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. BiHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim, what it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about BuyHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheartcom forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Probing questions help kids make their own decisions. So you don't have to give the advice, but you can still be involved. So you don't have to feel like you're totally hands off. So I would say, oh, well, what could you do? Hmm. you could do that. What would happen if you did it? Oh, yeah, that might happen. Well, what's another option? Oh, yeah, you could do that. What would happen if you did that? Yeah, that might happen. Well, what do you think? Oh, you don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. We don't have to decide right now. We can keep thinking about it. We can keep talking about it. Now you're keeping the dialogue open. You're putting your child at ease. You're not telling them how to fix it. You're not shutting down their feelings. You're actually diving in with them and trying to help them problem solve themselves, which is an awesome thing. So if we can use probing questions with our children, if we can use inquiry and help them make decisions and help them critically think about their own situations, their own life, then we'll help them learn how to navigate some of these sticky moments I had a client once who came to me with a, she had a 16 year old daughter, and she wanted her 16 year old daughter to be more independent because the 16 year old daughter was constantly coming to the mom for advice. And finally, when the daughter was 16, the mom was sick of it. And it's hard to, you know, always give the advice. The other thing about giving advice: what if you give the advice, and the advice doesn't work, and it makes things worse, and then that can be really problematic. Just a side note. So, anyways, this woman came to me and said the sixteen-year-old daughter was constantly saying, "Like, mom, what should I do? What do I do? I don't know what to do," because the mom was always giving advice, always fixing things, always hovering around, never allowing her daughter to make decisions, controlling all the moves, really making sure her daughter never failed, that she made the right decisions, that she was on the right path, that she was on the right track, and never allowing that failure to happen, and never allowing her to try. And so the daughter was insecure; she didn't trust herself. So this is what probing questions will really do too. It will help children trust themselves. It will help them understand themselves. It will help them really make decisions if you can give them the right questions and lead them. And so then now I see a couple of caveats. Like sometimes your kid will, will, in your mind, choose the wrong thing and you have to let it go as long as they're not hurting themselves or anyone else physically or getting into major trouble, you allow them to make the wrong decision, right? You allow them to choose the wrong thing because that's where the natural consequences that come in. That's where they learn really about decision-making, learn how to make mistakes, learn how to remediate, learn how to fix themselves. And so even if they choose the wrong thing after you're probing questions and after you helping them, you allow them to do that. And that's really hard, (laughs) really hard. Because you can see it coming, because you're, you know, 30, 40, 50 years old and you know, oh my gosh, this is not I've I've seen this before, I know what's gonna happen. But you allow it to play out because it's important for them to make bad decisions, it's important for them to make decisions, it's important for them to fail. So instead of giving your children advice, instead of telling them what to do, instead of, you know, coming in with your adult opinion on things, can you be the supportive counselor? Can you be the confidant and you can remain the confidant and we will keep coming to you if you allow them to be upset and you empathize and then you move when it's time is right to probing questions, so that you can help them understand all the ways in which they can make a decision, all the different options they have, the pros and cons and the different things that they can choose. That can really be helpful. All right. So instead of advice, we're going to try probing questions, everybody. See if that can be helpful for you. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I would love a review if you have a moment on iTunes. There's some great reviews out there and they warm my heart. So if you have a moment, that would be amazing. I will see
1: all of you next time. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hanna quality for your most precious gift. Hanna Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hanna baby. Introducing a new collection, Hanna Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable.